This Motley Fool podcast is brought to you by Thumbtack. Thumbtack.com provides a fast and easy way to find and hire skilled local professionals. Just go to Thumbtack.com to find pros for everything from home improvement to event planning to personal wellness and more. That's Thumbtack.com. It's the Rule Breaker Investing Podcast with Motley Fool co-founder David Gardner. Welcome back to Rule Breaker Investing. I hope you're enjoying your February. I certainly have been. The stock market has been absolutely tremendous over the last three months, and how could we not all be pinching ourselves, assuming we're investors by definition, people who are thinking and acting long term. And it is still fair as investors to have an enjoyment, to gain sustenance, to gain mental benefit from short term moves. After all, even though it takes nine innings to win a baseball game, when your team's up 5 nothing after the third inning, that's worth celebrating. So, my aim this week is to present a list of five stocks. I do this every nine or ten podcasts, so it's about that time. I did mention this last week, and I talked about what the list was going to be. The list is going to be five stocks we really need right now, five stocks the world needs right now. And since I mentioned that last time, I also opened it up and on Twitter and through email, we got some of yours, and I'm going to include those at the end. So, this is going to be one of those fun, let's keep track, let's keep score, see how we're doing. In fact, I'm going to set this for a four year scoring horizon. So, that's how I'm thinking four more years for these five companies. And so, we're just about to get started. Now, for each of these, I'm going to present the company name, the ticker symbol, the market cap, because I like you to know how large, like how much is this company worth. Uh, certainly, I'll mention the present price. And a little bit about how it came into Fooldom, how it came into my supernova universe, how it first got picked. So, a little of the backstory. And then I'll provide just a reason or two why the world really needs that stock right now. And I'm just about to go to my first one, but I want to mention a new program we're piloting here at The Motley Fool. We've gotten some really good response in our first few weeks, so I want to mention this again. We think this can help you, maybe help the world invest better. It's called Fool's Eye on Investing. So the email address is ionvesting at fool.com. That's ionvesting at fool.com. And here's its purpose. Do you see anything in the financial world that you think needs to be fixed or done better? Do you have some questions about how you or a friend are being treated by a financial professional? We're here to help. Tell us your story. Let us know. Do you have a bank pressuring you to open up eight accounts? We're sorry to hear that, but we think. Maybe we can help. Let us know. Do you have some questions about what you're seeing around you in your office or your industry? Are you a whistleblower? Well, the Fool's Eye on Investing, through the reach of our worldwide Fool community, is ever watching and aiming to right wrongs. So let us know. And if we agree, we're going to take action. That's ionvesting at fool.com. And please pass that on to a friend as needed. All right, my five stocks this week are presented, in my mind, in the order of how much the world needs them. So, the first one I'm going to go with, the company name is Alphabet. The ticker symbol is GOOG. This is, of course, otherwise known as Google. Google presently trades at about $822 a share as I tape this podcast. The market capitalization, the value of this company, $565 billion. I did hear something made earlier this week, not just at The Motley Fool, although I did hear this on Market Foolery, but no doubt much was made in the world at large that the S&P 500 tripped over the $20 trillion value mark. So, the 500 largest companies in America, or 500 of the largest, 
when you combine their total market capitalization, it just tripped over twenty trillion, which a lot of us think is more significant than uh, than Dow twenty thousand. But that twenty trillion, part of it comes from this company because this company weighs in at more than half a trillion on its own. Uh, so Alphabet first entered as Google, Motley Fool Rule Breakers in May of 2008. The stock back then was at 275, so it's done well. It's about tripled. The market hasn't done too badly since 2008, so the market's about doubled. So our initial position up about 100 percentage points over the market. No great shakes, partly because Google came public at a pretty large size already, and we happened to pick it just before the market was about to crater for two years. We kept holding all the way through. We've added to it some, even at lower points. So it's been a tremendous stock. I don't think this stock needs a lot of introduction or just justification on my part for why the world really needs Alphabet. In fact, my friend Brian Stefel, who is one of the people who submitted their ideas as to what I should present this week, put it simply like this. Google, because its moonshots could benefit humanity. You know, I don't think there's any more important force in business today than innovation. I think that's been true throughout history. If we look at the just history of human invention, so much has contributed to your and my well-being, and a lot of that from for-profit public companies through the beauty that is uh, global capitalism. And so, Google is certainly one of those companies that is helping drive that. In fact, I think Google is leading as an innovator, maybe more than any other company I can think of. Although, gee, Amazon is getting close these days, but Google is trying so many things, all from a very Profitable base business of internet search, and why does the world really need Google right now? Well, in addition to its ability, maybe even to power help power self-driving cars and all that it does on the internet, I think fake news is a big problem right now. And in fact, if you heard Tim Cook, the CEO of Apple, he came out in a rare interview for him and just talked about how seriously he's taking it these days. So, by no means is Google the only company that thinks a lot about this. Some have pointed out Google has benefited from this. Anytime you're searching something, you find something fake, there might be an ad next to it, or Google Google might get paid, ka-ching, for that. But this company has a heart. It takes things very seriously. It is an internet leader. And I do believe that the internet is probably the ultimate proof powder. It is the single best truth-telling device that I know of. And certainly, while it can be used for ill, it has also broken more stories and righted more wrongs in the last 15 years by far than had we not had the internet with us. So Google for me is almost like a watchword for internet transparency and I know how smart they are and that's just one of the things they're doing over at Google, but this is definitely I think a company that over the next 4 years we will all be very grateful for. This is a company that took a principled stand not to enter China when China would not allow Google to be its true googly transparent self. And in part, that's why Baidu, which has been a tremendously successful stock for us and one we like a lot, why Baidu has benefited so much. It hasn't had to face competition from Google. Most of the rest of the world has, and often Google has won. We, of course, like this company a lot over the next four, five, ten years. All right, stock number two that the world needs right now. By the way, there are a lot of stocks that the world needs right now every day. that I wake up and have breakfast or put on clothing. These are often products and things that I benefit from every day. So, the reality of being an investor and being alert and awake to that, realizing that you and I are surrounded by products and services made by our fellow humans that benefit our lives every day, it's very evident to me. But um, there are a lot of companies as I look up and down the supernova universe that I've picked because they are purposeful companies. They're companies doing important things in the world. So, 
even saying five companies the world needs right now is really giving short shrift to so many other companies that I think I follow and recommend. And maybe you're listening along saying, hey, why didn't Dave do that one? And Dave might be the first to agree with you. In fact, since we have mailbag next week, if you think I blatantly ignored a great company that should have been on this list, let me know. So, this company, like all five of them, also comes from the Supernova universe. Again, a reminder these are the 200 or so companies that I have picked and that remain active recommendations in Motley Fool Stock Advisor and Motley Fool Rule Breakers. I hope you're a member of either or both of those services. If you're a member of Motley Fool Supernova, you know that all of these are brought together under a single umbrella. That's where I'm picking from. So, if a good company like IBM isn't there, and I'm going to be sharing IBM as one of the ideas from one of our listeners, Later this show, but if a good company isn't there, I just couldn't pick it anyway because I haven't picked IBM as a stock in Stock Advisor or Rule Breakers historically. Anyway, company number two is the New York Times Company. The ticker symbol is NYT. New York Times Company stock is trading right around $16 a share today. Uh, the company has capitalized its market cap about $3 billion, so yep, yeah, about 150 times smaller than Google. And uh, this one first entered Motley Fool Stock Advisor in December of 2015, so it hasn't been around too long. I took a fancy to it about a year and a half ago. Stock is up 21% since then. The market's up 19%. So the NYT has just barely outperformed the S&P 500, which, by the way, was not the case until its most recent earnings report. And as you might imagine, the New York Times has gained increasing amounts of relevance and visibility because of the way that the present administration and others have pointed at it and in some senses called out the very nature of journalism or at least how it's practiced at the New York Times. Now, I am somebody who appreciates the New York Times. There are, there's at least a columnist or two that I really really don't like at the New York Times. I'm sure some of you listening just don't like the New York Times. You might associate it with a certain political stripe, which by the way I don't think I would share. Uh, and some of you love the New York Times and you love it because it's been around for uh, more than 100 years, because it is probably the best-known, most respected paper in the United States of America, one of the most respected in the world. Uh, some of you don't really care too much. You're just wondering, well, why is the stock some one that Dave would pick? I picked it a couple of years ago because it is transitioning from paper to digital. And while it took this company about 10 years later than many others, um, because of the strength of its brand, its history, and now I think its place and purpose in the world as trying to ask hard questions and be a truth teller, I think it has a good future ahead of it. So, in fact, when I picked it in December 2015, I didn't really expect the kind of run that would have had very recently. So, in the fourth quarter of 2016, yep, that would be the election quarter, the New York Times added 276,000 digital subscribers. That brings it up to 3 million paid subscribers right now. The Motley Fool would love, by the way, to have 3 million paid subscribers. But 276,000 digital subscribers, that was more than they had in the years 2013 and 14 combined. So the growth that they saw just in that quarter. So I think the New York Times plays a really important function in the world by doing its best to tell the truth where possible, or to ask the hard questions, or to bring out facts. And again, whether or not you agree with everything it does or not, I think it represents people working hard to do journalism right. There are lots of extremely talented and professional people at the organization, and I believe that their work is more valuable today than it maybe has been at any time in my lifetime. And so I'm very happy to make it. Um, Stock number two this week, but of course, it's already an active recommendation at Motley Fool Stock Advisor. All right, let's go to stock number three. 
Stock number three that the world really needs right now, Tesla. Of course, Tesla, the company that used to be called Tesla Motors until February of 2017. But Tesla, which is presently trading at about $283 a share, this is a company whose market cap is presently $37 billion, so about 10 times larger than the New York Times, one order of magnitude larger, but an order of magnitude smaller than Alphabet, just to keep things in perspective. Tesla today, $283 a share. It first entered Motley Fool Rule Breakers in November of 2011. History will show it entered Rule Breakers just a week or two after Elon Musk himself visited the Motley Fool. He was here right at Fool HQ speaking to us. At the time, Tesla was the third most shorted stock on the NASDAQ, and I saw his background, his ambitions, what he was doing, how much people were betting against him. And I thought, that that looks like a rule breaker to me. I'm really happy I did, because the stock was 31 back then. That was only about six years ago, less than six years ago. Today, it's at 283, so it's up 800%. Stock market of the same time up 125%, so it's 675 percentage points ahead of the market, been one of our best picks in Motley Fool Rule Breakers. And yeah, I think the world needs Tesla a lot. And in two regards, clearly the business of electric cars and the move to electric, starting at high-end premium cars, but shortly, as of this calendar year or next, hitting in volume a more affordable price point and making electric increasingly popular. I think part of the reason the stock has been trading up in recent months is because of that recognition of the influence that Tesla may well have through its Model 3 car, which comes out in the next 12 months. So that's an, It's an exciting time for Tesla. But I also think and admire what Musk has done, being invited to counsel our president today. So he was among some tech leaders who were invited to the White House to plan. And coming out of that, a few of them said, I'm out. I I don't want to keep doing this. I resign. I'm not. I don't support this. I will not be part of this conversation. Musk did not. Musk did a pretty rule breakery thing in my mind. Rule breaker, hyphen why rule breakery. It's an important adjective for me here in our hallowed halls at Full HQ. He did a pretty rule breakery thing when he said, "Nope, I'm going to stay right in there and keep counseling because when you don't agree with somebody, one of the best things you can do is stay there, is be there and be counseling." And I think that Musk is going to have the ear of the administration, and I think that's not only just business smart, but I think it's something I personally appreciate smart. And so, yes, it's going to benefit, I think, Tesla and Tesla shareholders, but I think it's going to also benefit the world. And so, once again, I think Musk is making the right moves. And yeah, I think Tesla is a stock the world really needs right now. I'm proud to be a Tesla Model S owner myself. So, not only is it one of the most beautiful consumer products that I've ever seen and one of the highest performing launches that I've ever seen, when you think about just how the Model S right away was winning car and driver awards and getting the highest safety ratings ever, and Consumer Reports giving it a great review for the most part. So, they, they, they know how to make great products. I'm confident the Model 3, when it comes out, will be another stellar launch and will continue to accelerate the world toward electric. Uh, and this is to say nothing, of course, of SolarCity or the Gigafactory uh, in Nevada, which is a real rule-breaking step for this company to be driving more and more of our energy and our energy consumption toward solar. And solar batteries in future. So, all really good stuff from a company that is a nine bagger since we first picked it. And I'm expecting it four years from now or so to be higher than it is today. That's kind of why we're doing this list. 
Happy to say I wasn't the only one who had this one on his mind. Andy Sorensen, at Sorensen underscore Andy on Twitter. Andy, you said, Tesla, solar is far more renewable than coal, can't be politically disrupted, and everyone has access to it. As usual, a Rule Breaker Investing listener who is more succinct than the host himself. Thank you, Andy. All right, before we continue to numbers four and five, I want to thank Thumbtack.com for supporting Rule Breaker Investing this week. Thumbtack has pros, offering more than 1,100 different services nationwide for your home, your events, anything in between. Now, as we all know, it's tax season coming up. Thumbtack can help you find an accountant to help you get prepared. Submitting a request is quick, it is simple, and it is free. Just answer a few questions about what you're looking for. Then, local pros will send you custom quotes for your project. Each quote includes their price estimate, their business profile, verified customer reviews, and a personalized message. So, thanks to Thumbtack for supporting The Motley Fool. Hire local skilled pros for just about anything at thumbtack.com today. Okay, stock number four, the ticker symbol is ALKS. It is Alkermes. Alkermes is a biotech company. Stock is trading right now around $57 a share. The market cap of Alkermes is $9 billion, so about three times the size of the New York Times, about one quarter the size of Tesla. The stock first entered Motley Fool Stock Advisor when I picked it in September of last year, so it's been less than a year with Alkermes. Stock was picked at 49.5 back then. It's up, well, it's about 16% since. The market up 6%, so it's a plus 10 for us. Alkermes. So, why does the world need Alkermes? Well, this is a company that got successful through its drug delivery systems. So, they would partner with existing drug developers. And they had the part of the technology that would get it there, get it to the organ, get it through your bloodstream. This is what Alkermes buttered its bread with. But over the course of time, recognizing A, that it had become pretty integral to a lot of external partners, but B, it didn't share that much of the profit when you're just adding in that capability, management started saying, hey, what if we started to develop our own drugs and own them 100%? And this company has been focused on depressive and addictive disorders. And I like that a lot, because as we get better and better at healing physically our fellow human beings, as we extend our longevity, it's our minds that become more and more important. Of course, our minds, for many of us, are deeply important. I certainly care more about, arguably, I think my cholesterol will show, I care more about what's going on in my head than what's going through my bloodstream. Maybe you're the same way. In an increasingly cerebral world, there are all kinds of things that can go wrong in our heads, and Alkermes has focused on that area. So, if you believe that's important, then you're going to like what Alkermes does. In fact, one of their recent drugs, which has had an off-again, on-again possibility with the FDA, it's now potentially on again, but this is a drug focused on attacking the opioid addictive problems that we see, especially in the United States of America today. Alkermes is working toward that. So, this is, yeah, this is a company the world really needs right now. Again, that's ALKS Alkermes, not a name you hear every day, like the New York Times or Tesla. And sticking with the theme of not a name, a company name you hear every day right now, I'm going to close it out with stock number five, and that's going to be FactSet Research Systems, FDS. It's on the NASDAQ. This is a company we first picked in Rule Breakers in August of 2009. It is a company whose market cap is about $7 billion, and the stock is trading right now about $179 a share. So, it's done pretty well since 
August of 2009, it's up uh, more than three times. It's up 255%. The S&P 500 up 174% over the same time. So, it's beating the market by about 80 percentage points, but quietly, very quietly. This is a company that kind of specializes in business information. I'm sticking with the fact part of the fact set research systems. I think you see where I'm going with this. This fits into my more Google, more New York Times, more statistical fact in the case of FactSet, because it provides financial statistics to a lot of the financial industry. That's why it's a company you probably haven't heard of. Now, if you are uh, more than just a hobbyist investor, if you're pretty serious at this trade, you'll probably recognize FactSet, because often these days, when I'm reading an earnings summary article, it'll say, and the earnings estimate from Wall Street according to FactSet research systems. So, you'll see them mentioned more and more, I do anyway, when quoting earnings expectations, those kinds of articles you see during earnings season like we're living through right now. So, that's about the only consumer branding you'll see from FactSet. But yes, why does the world need this company? Well, one thing I really love about business is it's much harder to fudge quantitative stuff than qualitative stuff. Fudging qualitative stuff isn't too hard. In fact, not about more than five minutes from where I live, there was a guy who showed up a couple months ago because he had read on the internet that the local pizza parlor was supposedly running illicit activities. And so, this gentleman, who seemed to be truly concerned, brought his gun up from the state of North Carolina, went into the pizza parlor. No one was injured, but he fired off his gun several times, disturbing everybody, including lots of kids who were there. And sure enough, as the story, probably you saw this, it was a national story, as it's come out, he had read on the internet that there was some bad stuff happening in that particular pizza parlor, completely made up. So, it's a lot easier to fudge qualitative stuff, and we're seeing that happen right now. I think it's harder to fudge quantitative stuff. And I appreciate the business rigor that, that I rely on, and you do too if you're an investor, as you read over um, corporate filings, as you look over balance sheets and income statements, you kind of count on those numbers, a lot of them. Um, many of those numbers, of course, have been audited. Lots of people have combed over them. Anyway, fact set, that's its business. It's certainly less impactful than the four that I proceeded with, but I wanted to throw it in there, because occasionally, I like to share a stock that is an active pick from one of our services that doesn't have as much of a following, not as many people have heard of, but this is a company that's more than tripled for us very quietly here since August of 2009. And so, those are my five, and yes, as of Thursday morning, the morning after this podcast publishes, I will have added any of these stocks to my CAPS profile, caps.fool.com, to my TMF Spiffy Pop page in order to keep score. And yes, I will report back on in future this list as I've done with others, counting on these companies together as a group of five, let's hope to beat the market over the next four years. Now, before we go, let me mention two things. First of all, next week is our mailbag. Yep, it's the final Wednesday. Of this month. And so I look forward, as always, to your questions, your thoughts, which I'll share back with my thoughts next week. And I do want to close by just sharing, as I mentioned earlier, got a lot of great suggestions from you, my Rule Breaker Investing listeners, about other companies the world really needs right now. I got far more than I can read here at the end of my podcast, but I do want to share just three that jumped out at me. The first one was from Stephen Wolk. Stephen emailed this, Hey, David Gardner, IBM plus Watson are needed more than ever to help strengthen elementary emotional intelligence. Simple example being real-time fact-checking during debates that's displayed on the screen. Kind of like he says, 
a green or red check after each statement, another being scoring the accuracy of responses to the question originally asked in real time, allowing viewers to gauge the difference between a complex answer and simple pivoting. Definitely a job, Stephen writes, for Watson. I do think were I to recommend IBM, which I never have, but were I to do so, it would be Watson primarily that I would have in mind. I realize it's a tiny part of a huge global tech consulting firm, but I do admire Watson. Thank you for your thoughts there, Stephen. Hoda Mayer, at Hoda Mayer on Twitter. Hoda, you just said, Ellie May. Ellie May, after going through the pain of getting a mortgage from Chase. I hear you, Hoda. Thank you for sharing that. And the last one I'll read, and this is a, not a company that you or I can invest in, but it's a company that Dan Schmitty likes and I admire it too, and it's Patagonia. He said, responsible quality products makes things people need while taking care of the planet. So thank you for those and many other good thoughts that I didn't have the time to share out this week. Thanks a lot for joining in with me and suffering a fool gladly here on Rule Breaker Investing. See you next week. Fool on. As always, people on this program may have interest in the stocks they talk about, and The Motley Fool may have formal recommendations for or against, so don't buy or sell stocks based solely on what you hear. Learn more about Rule Breaker Investing at rbi.fool.com.